Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Thank you for joining us for episode number 57 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we are talking with Jamie Staley. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Megan. How are you today? I'm doing well. So today we are talking about profitability ratios, and we're continuing on that theme because last week we were talking about liquidity ratios. So they're two different things, but very important ratios to have a handle on and know how to calculate within your business. So I guess to start, we'll pose the same question that we posed with liquidity ratios. Why do I care about finding the profitability ratio in my business? Well, you definitely want to understand, you know, profitability. Everybody's really interested in that area of their business. And the ratios just give you a better sense of where you stand. So it's really useful for making comparisons between your business and other businesses in the industry. So even if you are a much smaller size business than others, that percentage kind of levels the playing field. So you can really compare yourself. Maybe you're just as profitable as other larger companies. You just have a smaller you know, number as your profit number. So it just gives you that sense. Are you in the same range? You can, you can take a ratio and compare that better than you can with just looking at your profit as a whole number. It could also help you uncover areas that you might need to focus some time and attention on. You may think that you have a good handle on your business, but comparing those ratios to you know trends from the past, um, goals that you've set, it gives you a better sense for where you stand. So you can make decisions, you know, hey, we're doing a great job, or Ooh, we really need to focus more on these different aspects that impact the profitability ratio to improve the business. And it can also, having solid profitability ratios can really help attract new investors if that's something that you know, you're focusing on and trying to get some investors. So they come in handy in a lot of different areas. And trend analysis is probably the biggest, just comparing that history and comparing to your goals and also industry benchmarking. You can see how you're doing compared to other similar companies in that industry. Okay. So the why behind it is very tied into that liquidity ratio as far as what we're looking at, industry benchmarking, knowing where we stand in relation to others and trends. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure I'll repeat that several times in the next little bit, but that is, you know, it is a really useful way to be able to compare um, and to set those goals and know whether you're meeting your goals or not. So, you know, even just looking at that percentage over time gives you a sense that are you doing, are you improving your um, ratios or are they, you know, getting worse? And so it gives you that sense of how your business is doing overall. Perfect. All right. So now that we've laid that foundation for knowing why it's important to have a solid understanding of the number, let's define what that means for business and how we, we get it. So profitability ratios measure the company's ability to earn a profit. Um, and they do so in a few different ways. So it, these ratios can be used to assess a business's ability to generate earnings relative to you know various things, revenue, operating costs, balance sheet assets, shareholders' equity, 
there's all kinds of different ones that we're going to be talking about. There's really two main profitability um, ratios that, that we're going to dive into. They're margins and there's returns. So we're going to talk a little bit more specifically in a few moments about what type of percentage will we talk about margins? What does that tell us? And then what kind of return calculations can we do? And what does that tell us? Um, in general, for profitability ratios, the higher the ratio, the better, which kind of makes sense when you look at your P&L, the higher the profit at the bo- <laughs> the net income or profit at the bottom, the better, right? So right. that kind of is in line with it. And so, you know, that same rule of thumb, if it's higher, it's doing better, the lower it is, you need to work on it and maybe improve it. And we'll talk about a few rules of thumb as we go through, just to give you a sense for, you know, a general look at that percentage and how you compare. It's very specific, however, to industries. So the ones we're going to talk about are going to be very high level general business, but you'll want to dive into what is more realistic for your industry specifically. Okay, so you mentioned two different types. So let's go ahead and start with the margins first and talk about how we calculate that. Sure. I'm going to go over two different calculations. We'll start with the gross profit margin. To calculate this, you're going to take net income after cost of goods sold or cost of sales if you're a service business and divide that number by the total sales. So to give you some numbers around this, um, I can I've come up with an example. So this company, XYZ company has annual sales of $2.5 million. Let's assume their cost of goods sold are $1.5 million. That gross profit by taking the sales less cost of goods sold gives you $1 million. So that's the gross profit. To get the gross profit percentage, you're going to take the $1 million divided by total sales, which was the $2.5 million, and you come up with 40%. Then you're going to use that 40% to compare to you know, your prior prior gear to see how you've compared. Are you improving that percentage or to your goals like we talked about? So for instance, if you had a goal set at 50%, you can see that you haven't quite gotten to that level where you want it. So you need to kind of look further into it and where you might have fell short. Now, if your goal was at 35%, well, hey, hey, you're doing a great job. You're at that 40% point of gross profit percentage. So that's how you can kind of look at that in that example. We can also look at net profit margin. So this is the net income after all your expenses. So your cost of goods sold plus any other operating expenses, including depreciation and amortization and taxes. So we're getting to the very bottom line here. So if we continued our example for the same company, let's say the company has 750000 of additional expenses in taxes. So we would take the net income amount would be 250000 We would take the $1 million that was our gross profit, and we would subtract the additional expenses of seven hundred and fifty thousand to get to that two hundred and fifty thousand mark. So that gives us our net profit. We're going to take that number divided again by your total sales, which was two and a half million from the earlier example. That gives us a ten percent net profit margin. Again, um, you're going to look at that to what your goals were, what you're trending at over history. Um, A very high level rule of thumb is 10% is average, 20% or better is good, and, you know, 5% is kind of low. But again, you need to look towards your industry to see what is, you know, acceptable in your industry specifically. But those are some just rules of thumb in general. So in in this instance, 10% is average, they're doing okay. So just giving you some numbers around some of these percentages. So, you know, one is looking at 
just that gross profit before all your other expenses. And then the other one is taking it all the way to the bottom line. So two good numbers to take a look at to see how you're doing. Again, trending to see how you're doing month to month or year to year to get a better sense of where you're going. And then setting those goals and then comparing that is a, is a, great, um, a great way to see how you're doing on the profitability side. So when we started talking about profitability ratios, in my mind, for whatever reason, I had these huge, complicated calculations that I was picturing in my head. But these are these are actually really manageable. Like you're just taking your sales minus your cost of goods, and then dividing. Like it's 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 pretty super complicated. It can get more complicated, but at the end of the day, you're just trying to see you know what kind of sales are you generating with what you're putting in. Right. So right. How, how are you doing with all the things that, you know, you're turning in, you know, putting into your company? So, yeah, they're they don't have to be super complex. You know, they may be a little bit complicated, but take a look at your profit and loss statement and you should be able to pull these numbers relatively quickly and do a couple quick percentages and have some some place to start at least. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And so I know you mentioned for the net profit margin, there's, you know, and this is obviously gets industry specific, depending on what type of business you're running, but you gave some general rules of thumb. Are the, do those exist for the gross as well? I don't know that I have anything specific. You know, sometimes 50% is a kind of a general rule of thumb is where you want to be. So you want to have at least 50% to pay out for things after that. But again, it will it will vary business to business. But that's again, if you were looking for a general rule of thumb. Okay. Interesting. These are very they're much more manageable than what I was. I don't know. I don't. I guess it's just you know you hear ratios and you if, especially when you're not a math person, you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be so complicated. I don't even want to look at it. But it's totally manageable. <laughs> no, it's not that painful. It. Yeah. We're trying to make it simple. Um, so that business owners can actually get some information from their financials and be able to evaluate it. Yeah. And it's a good measuring tool. Like you said, you can compare from the previous year or set goals. And that's a nice. Right. Because a lot of people are like, okay, well, here's my percentage. That's Mm -hmm. great. I don't really know. Right. You know, I don't know what to do with it. 40%. Okay. Like, is that good? Is that bad? So that's why trying to get an idea of some of those general rules of thumb and just having a sense of what that means. And that's why looking at it in compared to in comparison to other things is where you actually get value. Where were right. we at first quarter? Where were we last year? Is this number going down? We don't want to see that. Right. You know, if it is going down, why is it going down? What can we look at to improve that? So it just gives yeah. you good information on, you know, things that you should be concerned about potentially, or if you're doing a great job, things you should continue on. You know, maybe you made a change in a certain direction. And you can see that that's actually improving your bottom line and your profitability. So you want to continue on that. that right. path. So lots of great information can be gauged from ratios. Good, good. All right. So the other type of ratio is a return ratio, correct? Yes. And these so- are also relatively straightforward. <laughs> so we'll talk about two different return ratios. We will start with return on assets. This is also referred to as ROI, which is a very common phrase. Um, It tells you how efficient the company is turning investments into profits. So this calculation is taking net income divided by your total assets. So continuing from our company XYZ from above, we're going to say this company has total assets of three and a half million dollars. 
Um, we know the net income was 250,000. So we'll do the calculation of 250,000 divided by three and a half million, and we get the 7%. Now, some common rules of thumb here are 5% is usually considered pretty good. So in this case, our ROI is pretty good over the 7%. Obviously, below that, you would want to look in, um, into areas that you could improve. And above that is, you know, obviously, the higher, the better, as we said at the beginning. So that's a little bit on the ROI. Now, return on equity, that's going to show how well the company can use shareholder investments to generate profits. It's a measure of the shareholders return on investment. So the calculation is net income divided by average shareholder equity. So again, continuing from our example, 250,000 was our net income. And we're going to divide that by $2 million of average shareholder equity. That calculation is 12.5%. And a common rule of thumb here is anything 15% and above is seen as a good return on equity. So this company is a little bit short of that 15%, but obviously pretty close and in the right direction. So Again, a few other percentages that you'll want to compare to history, compare to the industry standard, and maybe your goals that you've set to give you a sense for how is this working? How are we doing with those investments directly into the company? Are our assets turning into profit? Are the investments you know, that the shareholders are putting in, are those turning into profits? And so again, a few more ratios that can kind of give you a better sense on your profitability and comparables. Perfect. And like we, we touched on it a, a little bit earlier as far as like, okay, it's great that I have this number, but the context that we were using earlier was that we can see how we've improved from the last year, or we can set new goals for ourselves if it is lower than our industry average. But what else can we do to improve those profitability ratios once we know like, okay, this isn't really where we want it to be? Well, obviously, in general, since these are profitability ratios, anything impacting revenue, you know, increasing revenue, decreasing expenses will improve your profitability and your ratios as well. So just general, you know, knowledge, but that doesn't necessarily help anyone like, yeah, I always want more revenue and yeah, I'll try to spend less, but you're going to have to obviously think through, like you might want to look at some of your services or product lines and decide and find some that may be unprofitable and you can remove those services or remove those products and in turn have a pretty quick improvement on your bottom line and your profitability. You have to be able to have your accounting set up to be able to see that and have that insight. But if you can make those changes, you're, you'll see an increase in profit. Also finding new customers. This is not This can be a costly way to go about it. But if you can find more customers, obviously, you can increase your sales. Also, you might want to consider increasing your pricing. If you haven't done it in a long time, if you don't do it annually, you may be underpricing your services or products. And, you know, even a small bump in your prices may have a pretty good impact on the bottom line if a lot of those expenses are fixed and not variable. So that is some way, you know, some way you can increase that top line and have it fall and improve your profitability. And then of course, just reducing some of your expenses, going through those to see what are your highest you know, amounts of expenses. Is there a way you can reduce them? Sometimes you can, sometimes they're salaries, you need those people, You know, they're the ones that are helping you be able to produce a good product um, in a service. But there may be areas you can you know, reduce some expenses and sometimes it's not by a lot, 1%, 2% at the bottom line, you know, could make a big difference in your profitability ratios and really a bigger impact on your bottom line. So 
you know, every little bit counts, making sure you have someone in charge of looking at those expenses. Can you get volume discounts? Are there things you're paying for that you really don't use the service, but you've been paying for for a long time? So again, evaluating that profit and loss statement and just seeing where you can make improvements will go um, a long way into improving that profitability. And how often should we be looking at a profitability ratio in our business? Right. It depends on how concerning it is and where it falls on your goals. So if it's one of your top goals to improve profitability, it's something you want to be looking at regularly. I would say at least monthly. Okay. You know, if it's something that you're looking at and you're like, oh, wow, we're doing great. You know, that's not an area that needs a lot of your time and attention because things are going well. You want to find those areas that may need may need further work. And if these ratios are lining up pretty well, you've set some goals, you're meeting your goals, then you don't need to be reviewing these every single month. But it, it is a good idea to kind of keep an eye on them and just make sure they're trending in the direction you you know have seen because it could quickly turn around month to month just depending on a few changes that you made. So I would I would recommend monthly and especially if it's one of your goals or priorities. Okay. And if I've run this number and I've gotten my ratio and I'm not happy with it, or I don't even know if I can be happy with it, depending <laughs> on my industry, can I just Google and find my industry average or how does somebody get more information on that? Yeah, that's a great question. So there is probably some information out there with industry benchmarks and there's some different services. You can pay some money for a report with some industry standards out there. I know some of the payroll systems are helping give you some additional information um, I know ADP is one of them. They'll have some, I don't think they have every industry, but they have like a couple of high level industries that you can go pull some of this data. Um, so you you might need to, you know, network with some of the other people that work in your industry to see if they have any insight of the best places to go for that industry. But I know there are resources online and, you know, through third parties that you're probably already working with that may be able to help you. You know, if you do have a business advisor, um, a CFO, any of those types of people could also help you get those numbers so that you have something to compare to. Perfect. All right. Well, I think that summarizes our discussion today about profitability ratios. Do you have anything you'd like to highlight or drive home from our discussion today? Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway about, you know, both of the ratio discussions we've had is just, you know, if you monitor it, it's going to be improved and it's going to be, it's going to be more top of mind. So look at it, measure it, you know, compare it to goals. And I think you'll see improvements. Perfect. And if you enjoyed today's episode and you don't want to miss an episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We release a new episode every other Monday. We actually just changed our release schedule, so we'd never want you to miss a beat. And if you subscribe, you'll receive a notification anytime a new episode is released. And in every single episode, we try to help you improve your business, improve profitability, help you balance that lifestyle. And we always welcome any questions that you have. We can be reached at info at pjscpas.com and feel free to check out our website for more information. We have all of our podcast episodes there, all of our show notes, as well as additional resources at pjscpas.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. 
Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.